Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You, you Are, are that. that. We are two sisters who still can't take a compliment. No, but we're learning. We're trying. And even now... On our 50th episode, we're still growing. 50. Compliment for you, Bon. What? We made it through 50 episodes, and I still enjoy podcasting with you just as much as I did on the first episode. (gasps) Me too. I love you. (laughs) I love you too. Happy 50th. Happy 50th. Fucking wild. This week, we happily welcome, with pastel sprinkles in our hearts, a talented fine artist, gorgeous model. You can watch her on episode six of the Netflix series, Amazing Interiors, and you'll want to tune into her Patreon to catch her beautifully crafted dollhouse dramas, where she designs bright, tiny sets for her dolls to hash it out, soap opera style, Mm -hmm. which is really fun. Kelly Eden, welcome to our podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Hello, everybody. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about you? I know I just gave a spiel. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, I mean, the first thing to know about me is I have a difficulty talking about myself, but you did you did so well. Thank you. But yeah, like you said, I'm an artist. I'm a painter. I do realism. I'm trying to get up there with like a hyper realism. I've studied fine arts for about 14 years. I started when I was in uh, high school. Your paintings are beautiful. <laughs> Your paintings are something that I described aloud to someone years ago. It freaked me out because I wanted to open a pie house that looked like a strip club on the outside. It was like a drive-through pie house for pie. Oh, right. <laughs> pie but it but it pie. looked but it looked like a little risque, you know. I pictured the Beetlejuice girls 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 house. Yeah, sort Not of like that but like purple. Yeah. yeah. And like bright colors. Technicolor. And right. I said if you come inside I want it to just have like one or two seating areas Perfect and for I want pandemics. it to have like sparkle diner seats and I want images of girls eating sweets and like licking honey off their hands and having ice cream cones melting on their hands and mm-hmm. I want it to be pops of color like pinks and blues and mint greens and purples and sparkles. So pretty. And then I found your artwork and I was like, oh, she paints my dream girls. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm an artist, but I, di- I didn't say like, I'm going to paint these girls. I need to find these paintings. And then I found your paintings and I was like, this is insane. They're like coy and innocent, yet a little, it's you know, a it's suggestive. And everything's like gooey and shiny and dripping. But it's and not pretty. dirty, sultry, but with a little whimsy to it. Yeah. Not, not in a creepy place. Like it's you could hang it up cute. and it would be like a bold piece in your yeah. living room. And if grandpa came over, he would be like, hmm. I'm like, hunkering for ice cream. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Makes grandpa hungry, but he doesn't know why. <laughs> Do you got a scoop of vanilla? I love it. I love your artwork. It's so pretty. <laughs> I found you not through your painting. I stumbled across a video on Instagram where you were manically spray painting your remote controls while making very real comments about mental health. Oh, I think that 
controllers. Yes. And it was fast paced and funny. And I sent it to everybody. And then I deep dove into your Instagram and I was in pure awe of you because you're kind of the perfect package. You have so much talent and you photograph like a cosplay angel of our dreams. It's so true. And your feed is like beautiful candy coating. And I love it so much. You can't see it over here, but I'm smiling so bad. <laughs> well, there's a whole compliment section oh. at the end. So it's going to get bad. It's worse. And it's your, better. your videos are so fun. I love the fact that like TikToks in the world and all these different editing programs so where people can just kind of be like bonkers and mm -hmm. do whatever they want. And I think it makes you super relatable. And then you take <laughs> these like beautiful fantasy photos or freaking, I don't know how you get in these vinyl outfits. It's amazing, <laughs> but they're all like pop of color and fresh. And then you'll post a video where you're like, hey, what up? You know, and you like post funny <laughs> pictures. And I was like, oh, she's just like a real person. And I love it. Aw, thank you. <laughs> Seriously. The, the remote control video. I'm telling you, I now forward that to people that I know are having a rough week Aww. that are also manically creative. Dude, it's just the best outlet. You're painting all the remotes and then you're scratching all the buttons off because fuck taping it. Right. But then my favorite part is right before it cuts out, it's you like fervently painting your TV border. And I was like, oh, <laughs> she's just going nuts. I love it. You're our favorite kind of crazy. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> we are going to hop in and ask you some nostalgic questions that hopefully open up folds of your brain you haven't tapped into in a while. Mm -hmm. It is our favorite thing. One of the things I love most about you is that your mind is rich with fantasy. Who was your first fictional character crush? Okay, you know, I would like to say that it's David Bowie from The Labyrinth, which it is. Oh. I mean, but 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 there was I had a love before that. Mm. And I don't tell many people this, but um it was Jim Carrey as the Riddler in Bullshit. Oh <laughs> you can call me the Riddler. I really like spandex, man, and it was like such a weird sexual awakening and it was like all glittery and <laughs> And I, I think I also like found out that I was like really attracted to animated people, especially mm. like men. You know, I think that like I was really in awe to see a man that was like so animated and like, I guess, happy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't think I like had any male role models around me that were like that. So I was like, ooh, I like this guy. Like Ooh. even mischievous, he's real silly. Yeah. I don't know. Clown's not the right word. That's not <laughs> that's not Lady Boner <laughs> fodder. Um for some, maybe. Well, he's definitely mm -hmm. like that true. high comedy, loud right. comedy. But as the that... Riddler, he's like dark and a little bit like hmm, a little creepy in know. it. Well, like, he's that way in the mask oh, too. I was thinking that too. Yeah. Did did this carry on? Was it like Jim Carrey if he was in a really crazy wild type of thing or was it specifically the Riddler and like the mask and Ace Ventura you could like take it or leave it well I was five at the time so I don't think I <laughs> your sexual awakening happened when you Listen, were five man. cheers <laughs> girl I don't have an explanation it just was what it was I'm here for it oh that's a really good one. The Riddler's a good one. I had a super horny session for <laughs> Lex Luthor in Smallville. It was Michael Rosenbaum right. as which Lex is... Luthor, which he's kind of a comedy guy and is like in all the stoner comedies. Mm -hmm. But as Lex Luthor, he was bald yeah. and rude and mm -hmm. rich and had blue eyes. And like none of that is my type. I know. I feel like we should unpack that at a later date. But... <laughs> But I found him so attractive as Lex Luthor. Nothing in nothing else. Though. Right? I had a Thundercats thing. <laughs> what? And I, real talk, like, I was a little concerned it would, like, turn into, like, a furry thing as a grown-up. It didn't. It was just, I was super into Thundercats for a little while. I think I liked all of them, too. I think that was, like, I like my the bi crushes across the board. I was just super into strong bodies with tiger stripes. I don't know. Cartoons. I they're cartoons. It. Yeah. Wait, there's something to be said there. Like, they're in spandex, no? Right. They're, yeah. like, in full, like, <laughs> suits. Like, everything is, like, body forming. I think it was just the body forming. Th I'm like, like, muscles? I'm, like, writhing around, like, hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, making hand motions about the muscles <laughs> right now. Like, hey, yo. The shape of a wild flowing hair like i don't know all that just seemed hot still very bowie if you think about it mm. oh yeah right mm. it all comes mm. back to bowie yeah yeah it really does bowie gave me like the slithering feelings down my spine Ooh. that i didn't understand yeah. i think we all like that feeling Dude, yeah where you're so like hot. i'm uncomfortable but like i'm comfortable like with it. it the tingles mm. you're like i'm gonna dream about this and i'm fine with that <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's a good one. The Riddler. Oh. Noted. Shannon, you want to jump into here next? Yeah, sorry. She's, I was, I was like, like staring God. off into space. I like, just looked at her uh, and she was like staring up lost in thought, like thinking about Thundercats. <laughs> Listen, I was really in a Bowie moment, I'll be okay. honest. The segue here could not get better. Um, if you could be any animal, what would you choose? Ooh. Oh, man, that's such a hard... I, I mean... I got to be honest, I, I don't have any desire to be an animal. Like just for one day. One day. Okay. Yeah. My knee jerk reaction is to say I want to be a kitten. Mm. Um, and I think that comes from like somewhere in my childhood because I used to be like obsessed with cats, but I could never have cats because mm. I was so allergic to it. There's no logical reason for this other than they are cute and so I like cute. them. Yeah. I think and you get logical. all the pets. Right? All the yeah. pets, all the snuggles, everybody's excited to see you. There's not a single person who's like, I don't like that. That's true. <laughs> like a picture of a kitten, nobody nobody says gross. Yes. You could be put on a poster that says you can do it. Or hang in know? there. Like, yeah, hang so in there, man. <laughs> you collect toys, some items from your childhood even, and your unboxing videos range from dollhouse furniture to action figures. Do you have any childhood toy long lost that you wish you could find again. God, yeah. Well, it's not a toy, but um, it's my baby blanket. <gasps> oh, girl. Yeah. So let me let me just describe this blanket to you because it was like the best blanket. So first of all, its name was Dee Dee. Okay. I was a thumb sucker until I was like 10 years old. And so like I had to have my blanket with me. So Dee Dee was like a really nice, like soft cream, honey color with satin sewn around the edges. And oh, then it had this like old classic. school embroidered Winnie the Pooh on it. And he's like digging into this pot of honey and he's looking up and there's this like little bee doing a somersault in the air. Oh. And I wish so badly I still had this blanket. But um, my parents had been like trying to get me to quit sucking my thumb. Like the blanket was kind of like the cat catalyst of thumb sucking because I would like hold the edges where it was like mm -hmm. silky and I would call it silking where I would just like touch it. It's like a sensory thing. Yeah. Would you suck your thumb and then pet your nose with the silk corner? Of yes! The how did you know? Because my best friend did that <laughs> until she was like 12 and I'm not going to call her out. Oh, shit! <laughs> she knows who she was and uh, she still has her corner of her blanket still and she keeps in her pillowcase. The corner. Oh, <laughs> only the corner oh. made it. Yeah. I feel, you know what? I feel like I betrayed myself because I threw <gasps> the blanket away. <gasps> you I did. Were you, you like the right thing though because she she sucked her thumb for a really long time and we all made fun of her like real bad so oh, maybe I know I was a dick we were all oh, dicks no. I know. so you threw it away like you acknowledged that maybe this was enabling you and and you said like enough what age did it go by by okay so I remember it was New Year's Eve it just had turned the year 2000 turn of the <sighs> century right and um, I noticed that I just hadn't been sucking my thumb or quote unquote silking as much so I remember it was in the laundry room. I think I had just washed it. And I was like looking at it and I was like, I don't need this anymore. Mm -hmm. And I went to the kitchen. I threw it in the trash and I was like, I'm going to tell my mom when she gets home. And my mom came home drunk and I was like, I threw away my DD. And she's like, that's great. Oh my God. And she started crying. Oh. <laughs> it was oh. like Y2K happened and you're like, if I can make it through this, I can make it through anything. And I don't need <laughs> the world's going to end. So bye. <laughs> Oh wow, God. what a funny oh. year it was. Oh. You're poor Dee Dee. I know, I miss it. I was even like talking to my partner about it and I was trying to like find it on eBay and I was trying all these keywords to try to bring up like the design, I, even just like a picture so I could see it again. Mm -hmm. um, and I did find like one variation of it, but it was like blue and I sent it to my sister because she had the same one. She sucked her fingers. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, Is, this wasn't our Dee Dee, right? And she's like, no, I think ours was like yellow. She called hers Dee Dee too? Yeah, and then she had a very, oh very special blanket. It was like a, a tiny little blanket that was also like a bunny puppet. Oh, oh my friend's kids have those. Oh have my the God. silk edge on them and everything. Yes, yes, yes. And the little, little hands. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's their wubbies. Yeah, we call them Bunny D. Bunny oh my D. gosh. So my kid got like four or five of those silk edged blankets. They mm -hmm. were really nice for his baby shower before he ever came into the world. And that little criminal... We were at like Target or something when he was like not even one yet reached and grabbed a full twin bed sized fleecy blanket and had undone it and was snuggling it in the cart before I realized because I was a super tired oh. mom. And that little shit, he never chose any of the other blankets With the he airplanes? was gifted. It's his airplane blanket. But when that kid was two, he was like Linus with the longest, biggest blue blanket. I was tempted to cut it in half. He rolls it into a ball and smashes his face into it. 
He still has this damn blanket. I worry about the day that that thing ever goes missing because it is lifeblood. Real talk, when you said something about what that blanket looked like, I almost started looking on eBay. Yeah, he's he's like sitting down. He has yeah. like his hands kind of halfway scooping. out of the pot. Yeah. And it's just looking up and there's like a bumblebee in the air and you can see like little dashed lines like it had just done like a little circle, a little loop-de-loop. <gasps> like literally oh challenge accepted. Like you're going to get a <laughs> weird inbox because this is kind of my jam. I like God, to if, find if weird find, shit. If you can find that blanket, oh my God. I like to drink and go on eBay. It's kind <laughs> of my superpower. As long as you promise it's not going to be like a gateway to thumb sucking again. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I can't, okay. man. I've, I, this is my second round of braces that I'm on. Oh well, shit. Yeah. I have Invisalign. So my, I don't know how my mouth just gets, well, I had another accident when I was like four years old. I had two swing accidents and one of them uh, resulted in my little baby teeth getting all sorts of messed up. Oh Damn, no. Girl. You were an aggressive swinger, huh? Uh, yeah, I was. Mm. I just ordered a swing for my living room. <gasps> Is it like a big wooden bench one that you'd find in some fairy forest? Because that would be dope. It's like a macrame, like little <gasps> seat swing. Oh, yay. That's yeah, real cute. I'm going to like put little bows and flowers and ribbons Hell all yes. over it. Your house is amazing. And I don't even understand how you can fit all the little pockets of magic in there. It's treasure filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you live in a diorama and that's all I've wanted my whole artistic life is I'm like, I want to do like an installation over here and then have like mirrors and lights on the other side. So it like bounces off and it's all crazy. And then my fiance's like, we rent. Like, why? <laughs> why would you do that? And I'm like, no, no, we can dismantle we it later and we can take it. I just need like an art barn that I can turn into yeah. a Dude, crazy I world. I own and my husband would never. Like, it's not even a thing. <laughs> We're in the craftiest room of my house, but you feel like Polly Pocket to me. <laughs> so that's the childhood toy that I lost. Was the OG we just tiny back. Polly Pocket? I remember the shape of it. I remember which one. Which ones. one was it? I had the wedding chapel and I miss it. It was yes. a double unfold. Okay. So I had the diner and it had a fry guy and a waitress and two patrons. It had the most people for all the Polly Pockets and I was fucking stoked. And I lost all the people but the fry guy because in reality, that's the only one that was important. Polly was whack and her hair looked stupid. <laughs> but that Polly Pocket, it was the coolest thing ever and I don't know whatever happened to it, but I do look at it on eBay now and again and I'm like, are you worth 65 US dollars plus shipping? It absolutely is. I mean, I know. I think about it all the time. I got to watch your Netflix appearance <laughs> oh. and a girl. You bought a carousel horse and installed it in your house. What? And the bid started. It totally reminded me of Shannon because she's like crazy for this. eBay. You said it started at $7. And then how much did it end up being? Ooh. Yeah, it ended up being 700 That's not bad for carousel horse. It's, it's not. It's not bad See? considering that these like are going for about two grand. Right. Now. Oh, girl, I support this. Mm-hmm. It's like probably like the heart of my entire house. Like I love that thing so much. I would do it all over again. I would I would honestly pay double now. I love carousel horses. We grew up with our dad carving them out oh, of yeah. wood. Used and to these paint like beautiful them. painted yeah. things. So we have like a weird affinity for carousel horses. And I love then them. Yeah, when I so went weird. to New Orleans, I got so excited because I really wanted to go to the Six Flags that was like destroyed in Katrina oh, yeah. and go trespassing and go play in this. As shitty as that is, it sounds park. awesome. There's like a creepy clown head just yeah. like laying on its side. I'm like, ooh, I might get murdered there. But I'm into it. I also want like I want to go on a road trip and then pillage their carousel horses and come Ooh. back is it I'm stealing nobody has done that yet right there are some that are stolen people go in there and they pillage mm-hmm. and mostly they take like really creepy cool photography of it mm-hmm. and every time i passed it in or out in new orleans i was always like i want to i'm really surprised stop. you didn't i was with people who oh yeah were not Unfun. as dangerous yeah. as i like to think i am we're pretty so. dangerous we're you just need a handyman dude right? right i just want a bumper car and a horse i'll be on my way <laughs> just a bumper car like, i just need that pearlescent red car in my life were you a saturday morning cartoon person or a tgif kid growing up or both you know it's got to be both but i was also the uh afternoon disney kid yes run home after the bus and turn on the really crappy aladdin show and the the little mermaid show of all the disney stuff what was your favorite because i remember like ducktales was really getting into like chippendale rescue uh-huh. rangers i was into ducktales goof troop yeah i, I loved chippendale oh, i, uh, love I chippendale. loved chippendale rescue rangers aladdin was 
weirdly my favorite well I guess not weirdly like I had an obsession with Jasmine that I would attribute to like you know like how kids now are obsessed with like Anna and Elsa Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. Jasmine was my queen I wanted to be her but I also resent her now because I'm pretty sure like the majority of my body dysmorphia came from her oh where you're like listen midriff yeah, that made your, your tummy happened. would have been a little rounder. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's Bitch. so true. I was always <laughs> been like so much for Halloween in my twenties. I stuffed the shit out of my bra, but like real talk, those parachute pants really hid this ass. <laughs> so that really worked out in my favor. One of my best friends looks precisely like Princess Jasmine with a real body. Mm-hmm. She's got a banging Jasmine body, and her husband. Bitch looks exactly like Aladdin. Aladdin weird are you just putting this yeah. together her head no. tilted like oh shit. no because I have always daydreamed about what their children would look like because I just love them together just like come out as genies and right. tigers and my son's obsessed with with Shalini because she looks like a Disney princess so it's pretty great that's the best thing about yeah. Disney princesses is growing up loving them mm-hmm. and then turning into a young woman who started learning more about feminism and realizing like yo these stories are all fucked up so fucked up why why are all their parents gone like disney why? all their parents are dead why why fuck? can't any of the races hang out with each other in one True. damn movie mm-hmm. and i'm mad about it but i'm like obsessed i was like yeah, that same. disney 20 year old running around but then i got to see it through fresh eyes <laughs> when i got to see my nephew oh, yeah. take pictures with the oh, princesses God. but he loved kissing on the mouth pretty girl oh, so he would take oh, a picture the face. and then he well, oh. go in for the kiss so we have so many pictures of the princesses being like oh, oh my, my <laughs> well he's like nah bitch come here mouth to mouth <laughs> oh my god yeah. Oh, no. oh, yeah. yeah i love now that like barbie and other companies are like getting on the bandwagon why did it take the world so darn long to accept the different shapes of people i don't think we're quite there yet no it's it's happening it's it's frustrating because i've always been the chubby sister my mom called me sturdy when i was younger we played sports sturdy yeah and Mm -hmm. i was like mommy that's not a compliment while I was in a very long bad relationship that I later got out of, the body positive movement happened where suddenly all the girls like broke the chains and like jiggled their bodies for the world to see and the world was like, you go girl. I missed out on that completely. So I came out still like ashamed of myself and now fatter because I was sad. And I came out and was like, this is so weird. And I love it, but I feel like it happened way too fucking late. The fact that as a child, I didn't get to play with the plus size Barbie. Mm, it's dope. That's true. Let me ask you something. Did you feel like you compared your body to Barbie's? Like, did did Barbie's like body make you feel a certain way? Hundred percent. Yeah. I was hits by the time I was sixteen because of Barbie. That's so funny. It's all I had was an ass, and asses weren't popular in the eighties and nineties. Did you compare yourself to Barbie? You have the like iconic. You have an anime bod. Oh, I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you kind of are chameleon mm-hmm. and you can transform you have done all kinds of hair colors the pink so i love your like minty oh like the yeah. minty fade out yeah, that blonde. was fun for a while i love that we're both hair chameleons so we appreciate you we, for that. Mm-hmm. but you have the blonde and you can wear fake eyelashes and you can do the whole thing to make yourself up and make you look like a doll but that is not who you are that is and you are very grounded and very self-aware and i enjoy that about you i think you have a very realistic view of what you're putting out there as just a viewer it comes across as you're showing us how to play you're showing us how you play Mm -hmm. but you're not saying like all of you should have a body like my body that's a really good way of saying it yeah you're like this is fucking awesome Mm -hmm. this is what i'm rocking today right with you guys like you're very relatable and i mean like it's it's kind of like playing dress up you know Mm -hmm. like that's why i liked it that's why i got into modeling like i just love dressing up and kind of like creating outfits and hairstyles that were close to like i don't know final fantasy and things like that Mm -hmm. that's not to say we were talking about like Barbie and like the you know body image issues like I'm, I suffer just as much like under the patriarchy with like body dysmorphia and stuff and you know I think um it's just like it's a whole can of worms you know I've, I don't think I've ever met a single woman who doesn't have body issues you know it's true we all compare each other to ourselves and vice versa like I modeled in my younger years when I had way less that I was working with and then after having my son got boobs and I was like sweet now I now I don't have to buy the boobs I was thinking about investing in so that's a sweet bonus but then like I have curves in all kinds of other places and I had to get comfortable with that really 
Everybody wants to be shaped like a brat doll. Let's be honest. Like, no, I don't. All you want is a giant head with beautiful eyes and a huge <laughs> ass and big tits. The beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It is really weird how beauty and bodies are trends now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It sucks. It's fun. It's all everything. Yeah. I'm just wondering <sighs> if like the women in the 40s had the issue that I'm having now. In the 1940s, were they all drawing in their fucking eyebrows thick again because in the roaring 20s, they had to have them penciled out. Now they don't grow back anymore. I had 90s eyebrows and now I'm like, listen, little strip where hair won't grow anymore. I need you to come back because I have thick ass (laughs) eyebrows. You just don't recognize it yet. 90s were not good to your Trends eyebrows. are weird. Eyebrow yeah. trends should not be a thing because it does long-term damage when you go <laughs> thick to thin, thick to thin on the timeline of what is cool. And guess who makes up these rules? Men. Not No, mm. not women or men. Men are just like along for the ride. If That's a commercial true. says like, hey, yo, look at these tasty juicy boobies the guys are gonna be like i like tasty juicy boobies her, her hand gesturing right now is so obnoxious i'm, I'm juggling goats she was juggling. commercials and companies yeah. are telling us what we should look like right. magazines are following suit the toy industry comes after that so it's like when all the world was like you know what i'm thick deal with it These are my curves. Deal with it. This is what my face looks like. Deal with it. I feel like people kind of took it back and then corporations were like, fuck. And then they were like, we got to make some curvy shit. Yeah, we're We're on board. We support you. Hey, guys. No, you don't. You just want our money. And we veered like freaking a flock of birds in the sky. And you were like, oh, well, I guess we're going to veer too. And then guys were like, what commercials are saying? I don't know. I think think the older Mattel white-haired money is aging out of the the toy industry. And I think some young folks are hopping in there with better ideas. I'd like to think it's like, you know, in big. (laughs) Okay. When he jumped in there and he was like, you know, it's really fun. I want to picture that that's what's really happening. Well, I think that like capitalism will always find a way to market to women, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that any sort of like advertisement agency knows how to target like us emotionally. Like Ugh, they literally so hold us emotionally hostage so we can yeah. buy whatever it is that they want. This is why like bodies are in trend most of the time. And something that's interesting is the year that makeup became really popular and started growing in sales was actually at the beginning of the Great Depression in 1930. But it was because all these women were going back to work and they wanted to look nicer so that they could try to make more money uh, or that they would look more hireable. So that's kind of like where makeup trends in America, the industry was just booming. The ads were like, look more polished, look more put together. And girls in the 20s were like making their own makeup. So I feel like it's a thing where they were doing things their own way, like charcoal stick eyebrows Mm -hmm. and charcoal eyeliner. And the whole Roaring 20s thing was like handmade, like crafty ass bitches going, the world broke but let's like do it up sort of goth and then the makeup industry was like well they're making their own makeup so we gotta get that we gotta get makeup to them they have to buy our makeup here's lipstick that won't poison you Mm. That's genius. It now I'm weird. just picturing real good old fashioned bikinis and old fashioned makeup because that like the pinupy shit is like still my favorite. I'm a Marilyn Monroe fan at heart. Like, right? That's can we all just like yeah. time travel mm. together, like us three? Yes, please. just meet up and we'll just go back in time. Mm. We'll try not to fuck everything up too much with I our knowledge promise. of now. I feel like we could just like shock and awesome shit. Yeah, wow. we we could have lunch with people too. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, we could go back. <laughs> go back to where we get to hug people oh, hey shit. do you guys have a virus here oh no we bring it back in time oh. we're just oh, vaccinated shit. carriers and everything goes God down damn it that would Fuck. be our luck we just fucking yeah we have to wait until everything is done before we can time travel Oof. that's what's stopping me we'll take brad pitt with us there's a movie about that already i think <laughs> and we'll just like make it happen well speaking of bodies and imaging you are super tatted up in an assortment of colorful inks and I'm wondering if you have a favorite piece. Yeah, I do. So I have I have a couple different favorite pieces. But there is a piece on my left leg, inner calf of Sailor Moon. And it's like this really beautiful, realistic kind of anime-esque rendition of her. And it was done by artists from Beijing, China. And her name is Sun Momo. And um, I just 
it's one of those pieces i don't know if you guys have ever felt like this where you're just you see a piece of visual art and it just like knocks the wind out of you and you just feel this like instant connection and that's what i felt when i saw this couldn't stop thinking about it so i knew i wanted to get it tattooed but i had never gotten like artwork from other people tattooed on me before at the time and it was really difficult trying to contact her just to ask for basic permission you know there's no law that says you have to do it but i think it's like it's a nice courtesy as an artist you have respect for other artists exactly right yeah so it is very difficult to contact people in China like Mm -hmm. they don't have any of the same social media as us so like even just trying to I couldn't find her email so finally there was a a website that was kind of like a a worldwide thing I think it's called like art station or something and her portfolio was on there so I sent her a couple messages didn't hear back and I was like maybe I need this translated but I don't know which version language I should send it in so I tried a, a couple different ones but then she replied in English and she said oh I'm so happy that you love the piece like feel free if you need high resolution let me know my my heart yeah it was really cool and then uh so I got the piece done and then she ended up messaging me before I could message her and she's like oh my god I've like seen so many images of this tattoo it looks beautiful I'm so honored thank you so much oh my god we both have goosebumps I know we have goosebumps so bad oh wow that's so sweet isn't it weird how like art can connect people like Mm -hmm. all the way across the world who have never spoken would never even meet in real life ever I think it's one of the coolest things Mm -hmm. and I love that you've modeled for tattoo magazines because when I was in my younger years, my younger years, I'm really old now. When I was in my 20s, I was straight up obsessed with tattoo magazines because I am a very indecisive person. (laughs) However, I love art and I love tattoos and my current brain is like, if you could scrub your whole body off and start again, totes mm. do it. Cause I have all these different ideas of like how I would do like cohesive pieces that would mm. look like, the you art, know, the other things. you now that yes. don't show the history of your evolution. Yeah. But I used to go through those magazines and just peel through them and find the most interesting artwork. I couldn't get it on me. I don't think it would look good, but I was so obsessed with like the hyper-realistic, like almost Romanesque stonework type oh, ones oh, where talking about yeah, it was like highlighted negative space and everything looked like mm-hmm. a pillar faces I love that. I can't coming out. I'm like, picture <gasps> that on your body no I wouldn't reason. look good with it but I was like obsessed I wanted like a that lantern I wanted everything I wanted everything I wanted like crumbling Greek statues off me but those magazines were so amazing and I feel like had I found something I really loved I would have hunted that person down on like the MySpace or the however <laughs> and found them and been like I need to has can I has and not everyone's super sweet yeah you know i know artists would be like nah please don't Can i love so many friends yeah you reached out to freaking china and she was like yay please do that <laughs> that's so fucking cool i want to know were you into lisa frank at all oh so i i kind of was as a kid i don't think it was like the biggest fascination for me it was definitely like one of the popular things that was going on around me but i didn't always have the opportunity to be involved in the things that were popular growing up because my parents were super poor oh, girl same so I think I had, you know, a couple of the the kitty folders. Mm-hmm. Like the peachy ones. They're like, these ones were a dollar. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, man, I will just, I'll hang out with this pencil envelope that's made of plastic. <laughs> I am okay with just having this Am I one in the club? Piece, am I in the right? Lisa Frank club like, if I, I just two. have stickers? I just have this one. Don't yeah. touch my stickers. There's something about frank that like triggers this memory in me i think i was maybe eight years old and i went over to spend the night at my friend hannah's place and this is my first time going to hannah's house first and last time Mm. going to hannah's place oh do we fucking hate hannah well, first of all, uh, when we fell asleep downstairs on the couches watching TV and her dad came and picked her up and put her in her bed and I was just left there without a pillow or a blanket. Your girl was freezing the entire night. You're hosting. What you a dick move. Dignity. I still think about that, like how he didn't bring me a blanket or anything or at least like tap my shoulder and be like, hey, Kelly. Go to bed. I think Go I would have been more weirded out by someone's dad tucking me in and I the friend's know. gone. <laughs> yeah. I don't Maybe he rethought his move halfway through and went fuck i don't know what to do here and he just went to bed like a dad and then and then the next day this is where my my memory gets triggered so like 
I don't know if you guys have memories like this, but I feel like in my childhood, I was witness to a lot of adults arguing and screaming at each other. Okay, okay. So it's not just No, so weirdly normal. Hannah's parents were divorced and her mother was just so dramatic. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was looking for Hannah. I think she went to the bathroom. Her house was like pretty big, so I couldn't find her. And um, I went to this area where her study stuff was out. So I think I was like looking at her, Lisa Frank, kitty binder or something like that and i was listening to her mom like having a scream match with her dad on the phone i remember one of the things she said she's like i don't care just leave me alone why are you doing this and now i'm realizing like maybe this is where dollhouse drama came from like maybe this is just me like witnessing all these things happening and i only have like a little bit of context but i was like i can fill in the gaps oh my goodness Lisa Frank had like a moment of comeback. If you were to receive something Lisa Frank right now, would you just hear her yelling on the phone in your memory? Absolutely, 100%. Young and the I would, I would see her blonde hair in a ponytail and she's like crying, maybe fake crying, just yelling like in front of everybody. Oh my God. Mandarin oranges have that effect for me. Well, yeah, because we used to go over to our friend's house after school. Yeah. And the dad would always make us a nice snack, like a snacky plate. Yeah, it was like cheese and mandarin oranges, and I I was eating mandarin oranges on the porch, listening to him be like, "Mm -hmm, uh huh, yeah, I don't know, yeah." Just talking about like the girls didn't want to go to the mom's house. He was real calm, and the mom was real dramatically over the top. Yeah, but we used to play Barbies and act out their parental disputes. It was real fun, dude. That's what it's all about. That's like that's what I think is so fascinating about like dollhouse drama or just like how memories of like how we used to play with toys is like such a mirror of what was going on around us so you know true. and I think it's like it's so therapeutic and I think it's like such a good outlet like I recommend if you're an adult and you have like two toys lying around just like play for a second like adults need to play too and just like act out something it can be very therapeutic it can be fun it can be silly or it can be sad like you never know like what will manifest in front of you when you right. just start playing. I like to act you out dinner time drama with Ninja Turtles for my son. Oh, mm. yeah. Because he won't eat anything. And I'm like, tell me what you want. <laughs> do you want pizza? <laughs> you don't want pizza? Fine. I can't do this dinner dance anymore. <laughs> Leonardo, tell me. The dinner like, dance? Yeah. We call it the dinner dance. I love it. What do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? You're being passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think it's hilarious. My son looks at me like I'm from Mars. I'm like, you don't talk, so I got to do all this by myself. It's <laughs> like, I'm acting out all four parts here, bud. You're not carrying any weight, and oh. I still don't know what to make y'all for dinner. So, Kelly, I yeah. think you would love the fact that Shannon on her <laughs> wedding cake had oh, Lego shit, yeah. people. I love special ordered them yeah and then she uses her little <laughs> lego lady and does like oh my garden like lady. Gar- garden photos she has of friends now oh that's so cute i love that kind of shit i ordered her some friends and they like harvest stuff and like climb vines and they've got axes and ladders they're really oh. into it they're they're hard-working bitches those lego bitches i love them already i need to start collecting more toys mm-hmm. and i think as a child i i kind of grew out of toys too fast because i moved into like I don't put dolls anymore. I want a sunflower room. And I think that's what killed me was like, I tried to move into being like a preteen too early. Well, did you feel like you were pushed to do it? Like, did you feel like you had to grow up or were you just like, I want to be cool and I want to be an adult now? Yeah, I think I was like the dorky, funny friend that was like, I'm down for let's play dolls. And then my other friends were like, well, we're really cool because we hang out with older people now. dude. I, that's the way I was too. Blech. Everyone wanted to be cool. Everyone wanted to be grown up. I think I had a hiccup phase in high school where me and my friend were like, it's cool to wear Rugrats watches that we got at Burger King, even though we're juniors in high school. We were like, this is so cool. It's so retro to it's be a baby. Yeah, we were like the skater kids. So oh, right. we're like the big chonky weird jewelry mm-hmm. and then we got obsessed with teletubbies her and i we would get stoned and watch teletubbies and we thought it was so fucking funny and we're like this shit's creepy this baby so son creepy. but we would watch it and record it and watch it all the time that we got each other teletubbies big ones that talked oh for God. christmas and then we would bring them to school with us our senior year and people were like why do you guys have these dolls and too we're like, far they're really adorable and they talk like little baby talk and we love them that's trendy that's that's what it's all about man I wish I could go back. I wish I knew where that went. It's like a, there's your lost the toy. But yeah, I had a Lala oh, Teletubby. Uh, I myself am into Tinky Winky. Tinky Winky's bomb. <laughs> I, I loved them. I don't know why I liked them. I was a junior and senior, almost 2000s. Brit stuff was really oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And this was like That's a true. like years after the Spice Girls, but everything was like UK crazy, and it was, UK was very popular. it was a British kids show, and I thought it was so cool. I wanted so I just British. wanted everything that wasn't American. American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we both went through those phases too. I just wanted to wear Doc Martens and only listen to British bands <laughs> for a little while because that was a modeling weird thing where it was like, oh, Americans are gross. So like, <laughs> we travel abroad and like we don't listen to Green Day. We listen to oasis it's fine kelly what is your favorite toy now that you have oh yeah oh boy oh boy okay it's gotta be the 1997 barbie dream yacht girl <gasps> the yacht god damn, damn i wanted that yacht. down for you okay number one i got this when i was about maybe 10 or 11 now this is when you girls are starting to stop playing with Barbies. Mm-hmm. And I was very much like the same. I was not ready to stop playing with Barbies. I was just getting warmed up, you know? Yeah. You get that babysitting allowance and you're like, now I can afford everything my parents won't buy me, but then it's not cool anymore. Then you secret yeah, play man. with your friends though. And then you dramatic play their parents' arguments. That's what we <laughs> yeah. did. Well, I had a little sister, so she was always down to clown, you know? Yes. So uh, I found this place because we were uh, driving around and we used to go to like garage sales. Like I said, we were super poor. And usually I hated doing this with my mom because like my mom was looking for a lamp, a rug, you know, adult things that I wasn't interested in. Some sensible jeans. (laughs) Yeah, man. And we came across this girl who was my age who was selling all of her Barbie doll stuff. And she had the Barbie dream yacht. And I was like, oh, "Oh, shit. And as soon as I got out of the car, it had been raining and I slipped and fell so hard on my butt. And I was so embarrassed. I will never forget it. And she like got up and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. How much for the Barbie yacht? Five dollars off because I fell in your driveway. I'm a liability. (laughs) Give me me that goddamn yacht. (laughs) I got got it for 10 bucks, man. Oh, my gosh. Can I just break down? I I don't know if you're familiar with the Barbie yacht, but I just got to break down some of the features. Tell us all about it. Okay. It comes with two cups and there are cup holders on the top deck. Okay. It comes with a fully functional blender, my boys. Okay. A blender comes with a jacuzzi, which you can fill with water. The boat itself is pretty large. It's about three feet long. Oh my God. And it actually floats in water. So you could take it to the pool and just have a good old time. Holy crap. It's just the best like i have the most beautiful memories of this boat with like me my little sister going to the pool i actually filmed like my very first dollhouse drama with this boat i just haven't published it yet because it's a super secret project but um, now i can tell you i um well, this is my time to do a shameless plug. <laughs> yes, please. All the plugs, please. Okay. You can see more of Kelly's dollhouse drama on patreon.com slash Kelly Eden for weekly and monthly stories. How'd I do? Is that good? It was, just, that was so I just good. The whole she just did. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, yeah, get it, girl. Yeah. I love it. Ugh. You post snippets on your Instagram yeah. and they're like lit so dramatic and like so like sexy. Yeah, bisexual lighting. I love yeah. it. And then you like post about your life. So I'm like, she is so good with her product Dude, placement. It's 90210 lighting. You're like, it's, oh, the drama. No, is it's over it's here. worse than it's it's oh, like it's, it's Melrose Place. Oh shit, you're it's right. It's like more adult, like CD. those hot Courtyard. pinks and purple mm-hmm. tones, and it's also dramatic. It's the good goods on your Patreon, and you're oh, reaching different so goals. Funny. And right now, you are aiming for your Barbie, my Barbie strip. Yeah, club. your Barbie strip club. <gasps> yes, I just met that goal, so I'm very very excited. Oh, the guy who's building it for God. me, um, he goes by the name of Knox, that's N-O-X. And um, he's worked for like Disney, Geeks and Sundry, I think Nickelodeon, a bunch of other places. So he is going to help me build it and it's going to have like stripper poles that are on motors so they just spin Spin. all by themselves. So you can attach the dolls and then the dolls will be like, hey, around the flagpole. I'm also, I don't know if you're familiar with the Lil Nas X Yes, video. Yeah, so I'm (laughs) to figure out how to make like a little Nas like on a stripper pole, like doing the dance. Oh my gosh, there's so many little details to it, and I love the fact that every time you get something that's like a small, like electronic type item, you get so excited because you're like, you guys, it's functioning. Like you repaired, was it a washer or a dryer? You repaired something. The dryer, yeah, the little Barbie dryer, (laughs) and then it was functioning. I was like, this is so awesome. working blenders things like that i'm like dude i love the detail in it is insane especially vintage that shit goes put 
so fast mm-hmm. and kids have played with it for so many years like i have a barbie dream house that was donated to mm-hmm. me by a fan and uh, it has like a um an elevator in it and it's like on a battery thing but mm-hmm. the soldering came undone so that's something that i have to repair but i don't have a soldering kit and i'm low-key a little afraid to get into that oh soldering is fun it's not hard no, no. we're the poor girls that were yeah. also crafty because we had yeah. to be <laughs> so, okay. soldering is soldering is mastered. super duper fun yeah. are you scared because you're working with like wiring and you don't want to like shock if it's a battery console it's like there's I no think it's worries more like i constantly hurt myself mm. when i'm crafting oh me too Same. i constantly burn myself so i know if i burn myself on this thing it's like game over so your barbie stripper thing at easter time <laughs> pro tip will you please do this just as a wink and a nod to me if you think of it will you do a quote-unquote peep show where you take the candy peeps and little <laughs> fake dollars and then barbie's up on the pole doing her thing they have cotton it's, candy peeps now that it is come my favorite pink meme that i used to send to people and be like happy easter easter peep show <laughs> i thought that was fucking hilarious i'm ready down as we speak. Yes! So I think in my Ziploc baggie, I still have the shameful poor kids version of Barbie that really scarred me for life when I was like eight. Fake Stacy, and you could push her head right down. No, no, no. She was like, she was even worse than that. So I asked specifically, all I wanted was a motherfucking Barbie. I think Grandma missed the mark. R.I.P. Granny, sorry, telling your shit. Think she got like a straight up like Rite Aid drugstore version Barbie, but it was like not even the knockoff Barbie. It was like knockoff Gem and the Holograms. So it was like when you tap her on the table, it it was like the most hollow. hollow thin plastic and nothing bent like a joint like oh, yeah. and when you Super press the head down good luck now you have the weirdest neck forever and the hair never did brush down quite right and the bangs were like pow straightforward I'm like all the mad time. at your granny right now well now it's nostalgically funny because i'm like you know i still played with her just fine and yeah. she floated a hell of a lot better she than floated. barbie so like <laughs> she swam but the I baddest had, of the bitches so i had the thing know. with barbies where if i sat my favorite thing to do with them it's like how i pop my knuckles now oh, i used to pop Jesus the Christ. legs back and forth Gross. you know like i'd bend the legs and feeling the popping underneath was like so soothing to me so if i had a doll without bendable legs that wouldn't have been as fun. I was picturing you as a nervous tick, like listening to grown-ups argue, like cacao, 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 with just like up. a Kool-Aid mustache and chocolate <laughs> in the corners of my mouth. Bending Barbies, gross. That's, a, that's my new band name. Bending Barbies. I like that actually. Killing it. Talk do you about wanna, toys for life. Do you, or do you want to get into this or that? Yeah. Do you want to play a round of this or that's with us, Ooh. Kelly? Ooh, sure. So this or that. It is the round of questioning where we ask you to choose your choice you pick between one of two things excited rainbows or sparkles oh shit man <laughs> i'm gonna have to go with them fucking sparkles oh nice. love me some sparkles care bears or my little pony my little pony forever mm. nice disney or pixar pixar anime or manga mm. anime ice cream or cake cake lollipops or bubblegum I don't really like either. Picturing like photo shoots. Well, if we're doing photo shoots, I'm like the bubblegum blowing queen. Are you? I am. I got into a commercial recently. Yeah. Yeah. You can see me on the Western Dental commercial (laughs) blowing a bubble and looking like a bitch. Hell yeah. You know I'm going to search that shit. I like that. (laughs) Boom. Listening to music or reading a book? Oh, listening to music's real easy. (laughs) It's way easier. (laughs) No, you don't have to think because... The artist does the thinking for you. That's a good point. They I tell like you that. what to feel and then they bring yeah. it up and they crescendo <laughs> and then you so feel like it. came out of my mouth. I'm like, they're not going to know what you're talking about. No, we do. We live, we live both, through, we have like yeah. soundtracks of our mind mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> Fairies or unicorns? Ooh. I'm going to say unicorns. I just want to be a fairy riding a unicorn. Real talk. Combo. I like how we actually started talking was because of the book you were reading. Sarah J. A Crown of Thorns and Roses. You know, the most recent book wasn't as steamy as I would have liked it to be. No, there was some heavy banging, but like, it was like filler. It was not enough. It was filler and it should be like the pinnacle of the book. The everything. This is why I asked book or music because I know y'all are book nerds. I love it. I say y'all like I'm not. I do love to 
read, but when I get like hyped on something, I read the first one because it was sent to me as a birthday gift. Before finishing the first one, I had already ordered the next two in line. Do you ever get anxious before reading a book? I don't know why. Like, you know, you're going to love the book. You know, you're going to fall in love, but you, you know, you're in for some heartbreak, not only just with the story, but when it when finally it ends. ends. You're already sad yes. about it ending because there's not a book to follow. That's the problem with me is like, I know I'm going to feel so hurt by the end of the book and it's just going to be like that's it and then you're kind of like oh I just have some PTSD with that it's like a show hole but for books it is and it just takes so much longer I feel like to get that other book I also don't want to come back to real life when I fall in love with the world so hard yes it makes me into a dreamier person so if I'm like reading for the whole day and then I have to go out into the real world I'm looking around noticing the sparkle different on the candle you know and I'm thinking of the very different book but then like if the friends aren't as like poetic and deep you know they're not in this weird fucking mindset of whatever fantasy world i was just in i wish i was at home with my book they don't understand so flip side of that coin catching up on audiobooks my goal is to catch up on all the stephen king books i hadn't read over the last five years because children are oh difficult. boy yeah, yeah yeah that's a lot didn't, i didn't meet my goal i was listening to one book there's a crazy killer guy and there's like a detective guy and so then i go out in the real world everyone's a fucking creep and i'm on a mission and to solve a, de- a mystery yeah i'm always a detective everybody's up to no good i can't even go shopping so thank god for pandemic because that's who i would have been in the world you you're not a cop go home mom stop it her world is sparkly my world is creepy i like it my world is sexy yes yeah this is just gonna be straight up smut and i'm like yes bring it on <laughs> smut with a plot smut plot that's your next band name yes that's like my it. first album <laughs> Record. <laughs> Guest starring oh. Kelly Eden. Ooh, oh, yeah. Are you ready for compliments? What's compliments? Oh, it's our favorite part. It's where we wrap up the show and mm-hmm. we tell everyone how wonderful you are based on our conversation here with you mm-hmm. today and what we think of you in general. Yep. And you cool. have to sit there and take it. Okay. I've said it multiple times, but I think you're just magical. Kelly, your creativity is super contagious. And the world that you have built for yourself is gorgeous and bright. And it's what the world needs right now. I think your feed is one for the masses. And your Patreon can be a lifesaver for people that need smutty doll entertainment mm-hmm. with pure drama. I admire your openness on social media about mental health and the fact that you don't pretend to be a perfect public figure makes you super real and whether you're being just silly or slightly sardonic I think makes you very relatable to me and I thrive off sarcasm churned with nostalgia and I feel like that just pours off of you I love it you're fun so true I'm going to piggyback off what Bonnie just said because I... Because we're sisters. Right. That's what we do. Hop on. Um, so, number one, I knew I was going to like you because, A, Bonnie's obsessed with you and she really hasn't steered like, me wrong with, obsessed like... Obsessed in, like, a normal okay. amount. Like, of course, of course. You're not a stalker. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I did try to FaceTime her earlier on Instagram on X. Listen, <laughs> these things happen. I don't now. know what buttons are, you know? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so, knowing full well what I thought I was getting into, you're actually even more approachable. You're very relatable and very like honest. Girl next door with a weird, quirky, fun, whimsical cosplay thing going on, but also like honest and raw. And I, I quite like that. Pretty girls can be fucking down to earth too. And I just think that's the best. And uh, I'm grateful for Bonnie sending me that remote thing multiple times because <laughs> that shit's a fucking lifesaver. We're just everything in your life man. is so like yeah. pretty and colorful. And if it's not like I was putting away my paintbrushes the other day, I have old ones and I was going through them being like you you suck you old paintbrushes and all i could think was oh right. are your paintbrushes ugly you can spray paint yours too <laughs> tape them off or they get gross tape them like that i was like thinking that's so cute that's apparently my impersonation of you that's awful i'm like Pee <laughs> fucking her man but I thought I thought of your video of you like taping up the brushes and I was like, that was really cute. she's so inspirational and I don't even know if she realizes it. I hope you're making content just for you and just for fun. And it definitely it shows. Like you are. Yeah. yeah. Whatever road you're on, just fucking stay on it because we're all here for Love the ride. It. We are here to watch what happens and you're inspiring people along the way, hopefully to dig in their closets and bust out their toys mm-hmm. and paint some fucking shit and throw some glitter on some shit and just. Yeah have a cooking show in just be a Polly Pocket world yeah. and I I love it. Find your happy place. Get weird. You're totally happiness inspiration for both of us. This was very nice. <laughs>
this was, I just, I don't think anyone has ever been so very nice to me before. Oh, How everyone dare should be everyone? Nice to you. <laughs> I think I'm going to cancel therapy this evening. <laughs> this was just, I'm just scared. for this week, though. Don't stop going to therapy. We're, 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 we're pro therapy over here. Therapy, yeah. We like feeling like therapy, especially <sighs> in these crazy times. But it's so fucking But true. it makes Shannon and I, as sisters, just want to be like, so come over here and get under our arm and yeah. be our buddy and like, be in our let's club. All, let's all be crazy. Let's fun. all like have a good time and let right. it feel like a slumber party and just get out everything. And normally we spark stuff in other people who don't think as nostalgically as Shannon or yourself or me. Right. And you're already we, there. we spark memories in people of their childhood that they're like, I haven't thought about that stuff in forever. And I will say this is like the first episode. You are our 50th episode of our <gasps> yeah! podcast, By the Way. Congratulations <laughs> to us also. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. But you oh, are the so first true. episode in 50 episodes where you've made me go, oh my God, I totally forgot. Dude, about me too. This, you know, <laughs> and it's cool. Like some things unraveled through me, and I was like, is this what we make people feel like? Dude, I can see it. I can see it. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird how you can go back and remember all of those things? I love this so much. Well, let's get all the good goods. Yes. I feel like we could talk for days. We should get down to it. And then I'm like, hey, do you remember this? Do you remember this? I know. Do you remember this? It feels good. It releases all the good chemicals, you know? Serotonin is fuck. I love serotonin. Samesies. It's my favorite. I wish we could just microdose, like serotonin gum. Oh, right though, it would feel so good. I have the molecule. Um, I thought you were gonna see a Molly. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm doing Molly's whole time. <laughs> Amazing. What? I wish. Yeah. Right. I would be so fucking boring. It'd bring me down several notches. Okay. So I have the serotonin molecule breakdown on a sticker on my truck. Oh, and yeah. people are like, what is that for? I'm like, serotonin. And I want to say, because I feel like I don't make enough naturally, but I don't say it out loud. Because <laughs> I'm sad. Right. I say it like, it's serotonin. And wait for them to say something positive. And they're like, okay. And they just keep pumping my gas. I feel like they'd like it better if you were like, oh, it's caffeine. And they'd be like, bomb. That's awesome. Be like, live, laugh, love. Roll my window up. <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> Ew. Live, love, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, anyways. So where I was going with this was it's fine we just got real 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 fast (laughs) do you want to tell all the listeners where they can find you and you did a patreon spot i love it i did i'll do the patreon spot one more time so if you'd like to see the thing that i am most passionate about at the moment you can find it on patreon.com slash kelly eden if you want to see my other work if you just google me kelly eden uh, you can find me on anything i'm mainly like on tiktok sometimes i am kelly eden official like on TikTok, um, YouTube, I believe the Facebook, and uh, everywhere else. You can just type in Kelly Eden. You can find me, and we can be friends, and we can be nostalgic together. And you can see my dolls arguing, and I have a cute dog, and you can see that too. Yay. I like it. You'll be able to find her real easy peasy because the minute you type in Kelly Eden – bright pink hair of cotton candy delight pops up in your eyeballs and you're like whoa you are now blonde i am and nobody recognizes good me. it's like incognito i was just gonna say that same <laughs> word i dyed my hair brown one year after having uh-huh. red hair for eight, and it was like fire engine red like in a parade you couldn't fucking lose me right and then one day i dyed my hair brown i was like invisible it was like putting on an invisibility cloak i looked like a normal girl and i was like this is fucking fantastic yeah it's different man it's it's very it's very i just i'm so passionate about the color pink and i've had pink hair for 13 years so now that i don't have it anymore sometimes i'll see the pink and be like oh i love that i want it back but i'm like no leave it alone let your hair rest girl <laughs> let your hair rest i went brown again and i hate everything about it oh i need to go blonde i do find that people find me meaner with brown hair i'm so- going to ask you one of my favorite questions what advice would current kelly eden give young Kelly Eden knowing what you know now okay I would go to myself uh as an 18 year old and I would say dump him (laughs) he sucks dump him (laughs) thank you so much for hanging out with us I feel like this was like a legit pre-slumber party like I feel like we could shut it down and then put on like silly movies and funky pajamas oh my gosh. and just like eat some fucking 
weird microwave snacks. And then wake up at 2 a.m. and be like, I miss my mom. Will you drive me home? Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. I hope I did okay. Oh, you did amazing, and I'm really excited. That was I'm so I'm going to dream of Barbie yachts, like real talk. Yeah. I'll see you there. I'm going to shop online for some shit tonight. Kelly! <laughs> yeah? I'm right here. Thank you so, so much for coming on. You are that podcast. Yes. We adore you. And we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Seriously. Yay. Thank you, guys. Thank Gosh. you. And we'll talk to you later. Yep. Okay. Bye. 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 Hey, Bon. Yeah? Hey. So if folks wanted to, like, find out what we're up to on the Facebooks, where would they go? They would go to our page mm-hmm. or our group. Right. And they can just search you are that. That's a really good way of doing it. What about the Twitter and Instagram? You add a little no before there. No, no you are that. Yeah. And that's where we post all kinds of stuff like our teasers of the mm-hmm. baby pictures. That's a fun place to guess. Just deep dive. If you are new to the podcast, go to our Instagram and look at all the cute ass pictures of all of our past guests. Oh They're so fucking cute. It Charming makes me want to go babies. back in time and be friends with all these kids and play with them in kiddie pools and sprinklers. Absolutely. What about, I think we have like shirts and mugs and totes. Oh my, where would we find that? We have a merch store. Oh my God, we do. Yeah. And it is youarethatmerch.com. If people want to support the podcast, where can they do so? If people want to support the podcast with their thumbs up, high fives, five stars, rate reviews and all that good stuff, um, wherever you listen to podcasts, that really helps other people find us. We also have a Patreon, mm. patreon.com for slash you are that if you want to join in for a little as a dollar a month a dollar it'll get you like behind the scenes we talk about our own personal nonsense and we've got like games and q a and silly stuff i like it yeah it's fun i like you guys thank you for listening thank you so much Ah, I feel like I was there with you on this ah. day. <laughs> okay, so would you would you like me to shut up? No, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I want you to laugh maniacally just throughout. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.